Hey everybody, welcome to Sacred Comedy. I am Jennifer Way, your host, and today's episode, we have an extremely special episode, and you know because I told you, we have Elise Edwards and Dara Jemmett. Yay! So, um, Elise, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, I'm Elise Edwards, uh, otherwise known as Elise Anamkara of Anamkara Astrology. I am an astrologer. I'm a comedian. I used to act. I don't know if I'm still acting. I'm just uh, another person co-creating consciousness. So, yeah, and I'm super happy to be here. Thanks for having me on Sacred Comedy. Tara. I'm a comedian. I'm also a host. Um, I'm a voiceover artist. I'm a failed child actress. Uh, Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Who's getting back into acting. And... um, yeah, I'm a professional at living this best life. Yes. Yeah. We are. That's what we're here to do. We're in the womb space of sacred comedy. Welcome to the podcast. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. So we're gonna we're gonna get started with something kind of fun. Um, Elise is an amazing astrologer and she is going to be reading Dara. So Thank you. Yeah, so let's get to it. Yeah, let's get to it. So um it's interesting because I do know your comedy. We actually met doing a comedy show. Um, and I used to do a podcast where we would do the natal charts of comics and then relate it back to some bits, you know, what re- relate what we saw in the chart back to some bits. Um, I'm going to see if I can do that, but I have two different charts for you, right? Because we couldn't confirm whether you had, whether there's like a 10 minute discrepancy between. I don't know if I have a 15 minute birthday or a five minute birthday. Okay. But yeah. I do know that I was three weeks late. Okay. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I was supposed to be born on the 27th, according to the doctors. Okay. But then I took my time, and December 18th is my birthday. December 18th, yes. So obviously we have your son in Sagittarius. Love it. I love the son in Sagittarius. Um, and, okay, your moon sign is Aquarius, which, yeah, I don't know. Do you, how, how much do you know about your chart? I, so I just did this on a date, but then I got a little junk, and so I forgot. Okay, what, what it was, <laughs> and he was supposed to send me the link, and and he forgot because he was a little drunk. So um, I'm excited to have this done again. Okay, yeah, fantastic. Can we curse on this, by the way? Because fuck yeah. Okay, great. I'm full of expletives, um, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> I really, really. The am. smartest people are. Oh, thank God. Okay, my mom would beg to differ, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, um, okay, so. Sun Sagittarius, your sun is, you know, your life energy. It is the vibe. It is the sound, the frequency you come to embody and bring into this world, okay? Mm -hmm. Your moon sign is going to talk about the inner subjective self, okay? What you need to feel emotionally secure. It's like kind of like what we're always subconsciously after, right? Um, Emotions, needs, drive action. And so... You know, Aquarius being the inner subjective self is, listen, you are one of a kind and you are here to seek novelty, be novelty, and literally innovate what being an individual really is. It's like uh, Aquarius is like when we take that step away from what we built in society, what we thought was important, you know, like taking, doing the hard work, bringing something to scale and being like, I built it. And now I'm out. Now I'm like back to doing what it is that I first initially set out to do just for the love. Yeah. And, and like, and Aquarius really teaches how each individual, not just how to be their own individual selves, but that it's like imperative. 
So you, you're what you are like constantly seeking under everything is like, I need to be able to let my freak flag flag fly, and the only way I can do that <laughs> is to fucks with people that also do that, and even in a way like facilitate it for self and other. You know, I don't know if you, I don't know. <laughs> no, I love everything about what you're saying. <laughs> I was literally just talking because I used to live in Jersey City and I was literally just talking about how unhappy I was when I lived here and not anything against Jersey City, but I felt like I was living someone else's life mm. because I was working a corporate job. I was working for a company I will not name because screw them. <laughs> Uh, they're not sponsors of the show. And they're not sponsoring the show. <laughs> so, no. Um, and yeah, I hated it. I just would look forward to being at home, not at work, away from everyone. And then now that I've start, started doing comedy, I feel like I've found my tribe. I found people who are like minded. And I feel like I'm actually living my life and not like. A representation of everything that I was told that I was supposed like to do. A prescribed wow. version. Of yeah, like here's the roadmap. All right, you're gonna go to college, and then you're gonna go to a corporate job, and then you're gonna climb the ladder. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want that. Exactly. I really hope everyone is watching the video version of this because you need the gestures. <laughs> yeah. Blah, <laughs> And yeah, Sagittarius um, is also a freedom-seeking sign. It is a knowledge-seeking sign. It, it comes here with knowledge. It comes here to seek more of it. Um, other people might try to go continue on the path that you're on and you're like, that's cool. I like companionship, but I'm not going to be like slowed down by it, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, so no, like competitive, like, like an insecure compet competition type of thing. There's none of that. There is, um, I mean, Sagittarius likes competition. Mm -hmm. I mean, to quote Q-tip competition's good it brings out the vital parts so come like in that sense Sagittarius is all about it but like um especially I feel with the Aquarius uh moon underlying the sun and Sagittarius it's very much like I am my own competition you took the words out of my brain yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I am my own competition that you're in a league of their own like that's it I am my own competition as long as you keep remembering that you will always be free yeah that's like what's really incredible no, for sure. I, give me a challenge, and I love a challenge. Yeah. But competition, I mean, I got to look inward. <laughs> you know? It's like, a, you that's can so try true. to compete if you want to. Yeah, that was so wise. So, yeah. <laughs> it's also interesting because um, um, your ascendant is in uh, Virgo. And, yeah, ascendant Ooh. Virgo. And I love a Virgo. <laughs> in fact, I was, like, laughing. I always get really, I, I love when I see people's charts, and I'm like, oh, that's why I fuck with you, you know? Because, like, you know, like, my Venus sign is basically at the same degree as your ascendant in Virgo. Um, of course, we are dealing with a slight, but not only, like, a couple degree difference between the two birth times that we have. Um, so either way, like, my value system is, like, how you see the world. And I'm like, yes, thank you. Um, and also... I think it's you also have a square between the sun and how you see the world. So that actually uh, it can be difficult. You know, um, it definitely, you know, the ascendant sign, I like to see it as the lens through which you see the world and therefore the lens through which the world sees you. Mm. So people might be like going to you for these attributes of Virgo. It's like they have a solid head on their shoulders. Um, they know how to uh, break down big you know concepts and make it into like a one at a time you know one step in front of the other yeah um knows how to just get rid of the not useful like immediately like a uh, virgo is you know 
she's here separating the wheat from the chaff and like asking no questions, you know? Um, like, and so there's a practicality about how you see the world and how the world sees you that is not necessarily what you're here for. You're like, I can do it. It doesn't mean I'm here to do it for you. I'm not here to be your administer administrative assistant, you know? <laughs> I'm not here to like be administrative assistant to the world, but I know how to break down what needs to get done yeah. in a way that gets shit done. So congratulations. Not all of us are like that. Thank you. <laughs> the funny thing is I'm much better at doing it for other people than I am for doing it myself. And that often, that really, that happens more often than not. So um, I also, there is a lot of just what I call just uh, uh, comic signatures all over this chart. I always think of a Gemini midheaven as somebody who is seen, their most public self is that of um, a great speaker, a, a great communicator of, of ideas, and someone who's here to be mercurial about that transmission of ideas. You know, I'm gonna talk this both sides. Get a yeah. You know, um, I'm this. Gemini all over the place, and everything about your chart is like complimentary to mine. Really? Yeah. It's pretty yeah, wild. For sure. Um, like Sag. Does that Aquarius. mean when I, since I have all those things in me, with the, you know, does that mean also that I get along with people who are who you've highlighted as those zodiac signs? Gem I know Gemini and Sag get along pretty Yeah, Gemini well. and Sag get along. Um, Some of my closest friends are Aquarii. Okay, yeah. yeah. People that are like your moon sign, people whose sun sign are in your moon sign. That, my that. best ex-boyfriend is a Virgo. Okay, see? <laughs> my best ex-boyfriend. Coming <laughs> soon They're to ranked. NBC. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna write the script. <laughs> so, so now you also have something that's interesting. I have this uh, thing after doing a shit ton of of comedians charts specifically i have this it's a theory that there's like three kind of uh, of comics but they're also kind of just like three kind of communicators and and comics just do the best job at kind of encapsulating these you know i don't what they, what do you call them like patterns in in humanity mm. um yeah. but in any case there are comics who uh, because of the the Planet Mercury is communication, how we communicate, what we you know communicate, what we think, all that kind of stuff, how we learn. Um, and because it's so close to the sun, it's oftentimes in the same sign as the sun. Um, but there's other comics who have it in the same sign as the moon, or it could just be in a completely, you know, a, a sign that's like not either or. Um, a lot of comics have the sun in the same sign, at, or the at Mercury in the same sign as the sun. So they're constantly communicating their ego perspective. Like, uh, then there are some people like me who were communicating what we're feeling and our subjective uh, thoughts on things, which is, you know, when the moon and Mercury are in the same sign. Then there are other people like yourself who Mercury is in a sign that is not the same as the moon or the sun. In which case, there is a kind of just inherent complexity to yourself as well as how you communicate things and what you communicate because they're not necessarily in line with who you are, how you feel you are, and what you need from things or what you you know seek in the world to experience for emotional fulfillment. So you're out here calling shit out. <laughs> you're kind of calling shit out from this perspective of, well, you're not really supporting who I am and you're not really supporting what I feel. So I'm just going to tell you all the shit that is wrong with whatever it is. Um, well, where's your Mercury? It's in the fourth house. Yeah. Um, you're going to be talking about how shit is like fucked up foundationally. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to talk a lot about, you know, what 
kind of communication or information you got within the tribe, as in like your own, like the tribe from which you come from. Yeah. And how like once you step out into the world to create things outside of yourself and outside the tribe, you're like, well, this is different. <laughs> you know, this isn't what I uh, expected, but I'm going to do something with it. Whereas um, I feel like when you see a lot of very, uh, this is a weird example, but like Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan has his Leo, Sun, and Mercury. It's in the same sign, you know, and there's something so definite, you know, Joe Rogan does Joe Rogan's comedy. And it's like, it's kind of like the comedy built around that. And you are kind of synthesizing this tr triad, <laughs> this trinity of how, how I feel, who I am, and how I think. They're not, they're... And they're not I'm juggling the same. These, I'm juggling these balls. I'm juggling these balls. Um, <laughs> juggling three balls, you know? Because <laughs> um, I'm good like that, you know? Um, and there's... <laughs> There's just something about that that I just think is interesting, and it's just something that I've observed from doing a lot of comics. That's, charts. that's really cool. So Mercury being the same as the sun. Yeah, Mercury being as the same as the sun, you have a lot mm. of these, like, personality-based, you know, it's and it's very easy to access, I feel, because you're like, oh, I can see how that person sees it, sees it like that. Oh, I can hear that coming out of their mouth that way. That's me. I'm a sun and mercury and yeah. gemini yeah so like your the um yours might even be combust right they're like really close they're the sun and mercury are like really super extra close to each other i don't know i can't remember I don't know. but in any case I, I if i remember correctly i'm yours, a dummy when yours it comes might to be combust or it might be combustor whatever it is when that happens it means yeah. that you like you can't separate how the brain and the ego it's like a mouthpiece. Yeah, the, the mouth. Right. Anyway, back to Dara. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the main thing that I want to say in terms of like the two different, um, this, that I'd be very interested to know is in terms of your uh, birth time. Well, first, I'm also going to say your Venus is in is in Capricorn. So you keep it tight, keep it right, like right now. Exactly. It's so excellent. I love it. It's put together. It's in charge. You know what I'm saying? Um and it just means business, but like it's gonna mean business like in a fun way because you're a Sagittarius with an Aquarius moon. Oh yeah. Um, but Capricorn is super dead ass. Your uh, communication style is also super dead ass. But the main thing between if uh, you were born, you know, at the 45, okay. So just just for everyone who's listening, so Dara, ha her birth time um, isn't, we're not entirely sure. So, so Elise pulled two charts. So I literally one. have two birth certificates Oh wow! that say different times. Oh wow. Seriously. And my dad was on a flight back from Argentina. So he wasn't even in the room and my mom is dead. So I can't really <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't really. Next episode, we will ask confirm. her mom. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> my godmother was in the room, but she didn't even want to be there. So I don't think she'll remember the time exactly. <laughs> Wow. So she I was mean, just for a party. Just for just for people listening, if they don't know exactly their birth time, mm -hmm. uh, is there any sort of standard? One of the reasons why you really want to have a birth time that's within four minutes of the exact time of birth is so that you can do stuff like progressions and um, the kind of uh, mechanical things that you do uh, to read a chart in terms of um, when you want to forecast things. Mm, okay. In this case, you know, you have a you have Mercury and Venus in Capricorn. And if that's intercepted, then you just had to be like, all right, well, I have to defer back to the Sagittarius nature, which is a lot more uh, a kind of we believe, you know, like a religion or a philosophy that might be tied to a foreign land or to travel. 
um, might even be had to um, go back and like even speak in another language or something like that, as opposed to coming, you know, straight into going directly out into the world and like speaking the language that you anticipated speaking. It has all of these kind of connotations. Um, I don't know if any of these things happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I mean, I feel like I feel like I was understood, and then I was autom- like all of a sudden misunderstood. Mm. Like gifted child, and then all of a sudden I was in detention. <laughs> and then I had to learn how to not be in detention. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn how to like operate with people, <laughs> I guess how they would like mm-hmm. to be operated with and not just like- you had to like conform basically. Essentially, to, yeah. essentially. And then I had to then learn how to find myself and then only not like, I tried not to like conform, but yeah. at least be able to communicate in digestible bites. Yeah. So that it's not just me, you know, my opinion or whatever it is. It's like, okay, well, how can I, I had to learn how to edit the first five things that I wanted to say. Mm. (laughs) Which is a great skill to learn as a budding comedian. Because the first five things aren't always (laughs) the best. And then my old roommate used to joke, you need to also work on not saying the last thing that you wanted to say too, because then you'll say the things and then you'll say that last thing. And then you might as well have said the first five. Um, so that that's kind of what I'm hearing when I'm hearing you say another language. I mean, of course, Clara, okay, see, I'm working on my Spanish, uh-huh. you know, but I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's what you're saying. I don't think that you're saying, you know, yo hablo espanol so no. that they can, you know, entiende. You know what I mean? I don't think that that's what you're saying. Yeah, no, it's like, it's definitely more like, oh, what I feel I'm thinking and want to communicate is I'm, I'm someone might let me say it, but I'm going to immediately get that clap back from the environment that those words, those concepts, those values not valued here. I got in a lot of trouble <laughs> for saying things. <laughs> and I really had to work on time and place. Yeah. And also, I mean, there is a lot of um a lot of your communication comes like is again of a foundational experience, like of life like foundational experience and actually you can get a lot of communication writing stuff like that done at home. I don't know if you do this, but um, I mean, I, I assume you're a comic. We're not always, but some people like they only go out, like they have to be at a coffee shop or at a bar or on the train to write. So that's so funny. Cause I want to be that coffee shop girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like where's my laptop <laughs> and my chaga chino, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm doing the things, but I'm not. But if I have a project and I'm at home, we are hunched over. Like, don't talk to me. I'm not eating. I'm not doing anything. You know? Yeah. There's um there's a, a seriousness about like that which you take on a project and stuff like that that I only get to do this from home if I know that the money is already there. <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah. Or oh. or this is also funny. I'm at the thing that gets me money. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing the writing here. Like, you know, yes. that job that uh, administrative job that whatever. They, I can write here because my brain is freed up or I can do it at home because the work that I do at home is what's getting me that, that paycheck. And these are kind of ideal environments for, to, for it to happen. Um, and without that, you might, the only other place that you might be writing is like 
maybe even like front and center, like in the public. In the bathroom? Yeah. yeah. It might be like on stage, you no, know? No, absolutely. Like you're writing on stage and then record it later. This is explaining a lot because I'm like, when I'm at home just binge watching like Housewives, <laughs> I'm like, I should be writing something. And because that money is not like, like you know, if someone called me like, hey, we need you to write this X amount of dollars, this, you know? <laughs> But if it's not there, then I'm like, ah. And most of my jokes, I, when I was hosting a mic, I would write on stage. Mm -hmm. So, and I would not do the same joke twice. So I, I was just talking about this. I have to go back because I have four years of every Wednesday new material. And I'm like, well, if I go back, that's like a few hours, you know? Yeah. So I just need to go back and listen to those things that I wrote on stage. And I like, I'll write down a note, but then I'm, I, I need to think about it and do it out loud in front of the public. Can I ask you a question? Are you looking for that energetic sort of interaction with the audience? Yes. That you, that's like you're co-creating something new and it just feels better to do it. It feels better way. to do it. I mean, a lot of times, even when I like, I'll be at home and I'm like, okay, and I'll get inspired. And I'll read that shit the next day. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Like. How does this even make sense? And why did you even think that that was funny? Mm -hmm, <laughs> you yeah. know? But then if I'm on stage and maybe it's not going well, I, my brain will circumvent the not going well and we'll find the funny. Like I'll dig mm. deep, 10 toes down. Yeah. Like I know that there's something here. Might not be the punchline that I want it to be ultimately, yeah. but I know that I can loop something in. I know that I can get the people in the room to be a part of the same experience that I'm working to communicate to them. Yeah. You know, okay. I'm also getting, I'm also in the place that I'm already working. Yeah. You know, so to your point, like I'm not in a cubicle anymore, which is where I would do a lot of writing before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, They're right. perfect for that. Those POs will PO themselves. Uh, tick jokes, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> but if I'm already on stage and like I'm hosting something, I'm already, the money is in the bag. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's write. Yeah. And to me, this oh, is like yeah. another something really that makes important. me think that you're, that you most likely have the chart with the interception because the part, 55. Part, yeah, part of the reason of um, because otherwise, like I feel like Mercury, um, whatever you call that, Mercury in Capricorns are super dead ass and they can actually really be the people that have the blinders on. They're like, I hear everyone else's opinion, but mine is so focused and I can sit wherever I am and write it. But I feel like when you have an interception of the Mercury, you're used to your insights your communications kind of existing in a vacuum so having an on stage back and forth it's already built in to the format of a ho hosting a comedy show mm -hmm. that this is the place where i get my actual thoughts set out loud and get immediate really immediate response and then if you have a you know you've recorded it or you have a system of recording it you can go back home and write it out and make it finite because capricorn also wants finite buildable mm -hmm results for yeah. what it is that they're communicating, what it is that they're doing. And yeah. you love that. That's also your value system. Venus is in Capricorn. Yeah. Capricorn is like, I am dead ass about my values, about my ass. belongings, about phrase. my bank account. And um, I want these things have to support each other. And to me, when, when I see an in interception, you have to go to these other places, you know, like uh, to be what I call a secondary input to support how your chart naturally wants to be expressed. But there were, you know, some 
environmental things that didn't make that easy. But I also am a believer that we chose our chart, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. as opposed to being like, oh, I'm a victim of like the whatever, instead it's like, no, I needed to actually, to me, it, there's a huge, almost like it's a karmic path of bridging the gap between Sagittarius and Capricorn. Sagittarius being like the philosopher, the adventurer, you know, like the harbinger of truth, all that kind of stuff, yeah. you know, um, very like I, I always see comedy and, and Sagittarius as kind of being on the same situation. But I'm also a CEO, like Capricorn is the CEO. It's like I take what I was enthusiastic about in, in Sagittarius, you know, I'm bringing the good word and I'm going to build an empire with it. And um, it can't, they don't, like there's something, there's more intensity about being the bridge between those two things when you have an interception like this. Yeah. Yeah. Does that jive? <laughs> it does. It does. Because I take, of course, I feel like I want to lean more into the CEO, mm -hmm. right? I'm like fully in the Sagittarius. And, when, and then that's when the beating of self comes when I'm like, well, but you need to be about your business. You know what I mean? I'm like, but housewives. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's like, housewives. this is how I'm understanding people <laughs> and personalities. This is research. <laughs> you know? Almost like a, the housewives almost sound like true. a perfect something to like, you know, to, as like an entree into this. Like I'm being philosophical about the housewives, yeah. which, you know, yeah. which sounds like a whole bunch of bullshit, but let me break it down for you. But let me these break are, it down. These are the hierarchy of power in the housewives. Lives, okay, you can tell by this bitch who's wearing coach and that bitch is wearing Chanel. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and having just this—I don't know. There's it's there's something very funny about that. Being very um, philosophical about something mad petty, and then being mad petty about something that's actually quite expansive. You know, <laughs> and that's like kind of like the back and forth, and that's like the bridge that you are actually creating through this interception yeah to me what's what is her north node her north node is in do you know the cancer. nodes what's have you what's so everybody north nodes. she has a cancer north node so she's looking to get softer um yeah so yeah. But can you talk a little bit about what north node south node means yeah so um the nodes indicate the path to our individual evolution like our soul evolution and so the North Node is the sign that we need to integrate into our being, like the, the characteristics of it and stuff like that, so that we can evolve from basically the safe, you know, the known of, of the opposite sign. So you're actually coming from a place of having been a CEO. You know, the boss. What's the, oh, it's Capricorn, right? Yeah, Capricorn. And also um, so this like... Know, it's interesting also because there's a little bit of Capricorn in her chart. Yeah. That's very there's important. A lot of, there's a lot of uh, Capricorn like in this. The North Node is like the head of the dragon. They call it the head of the dragon. And the South Node is the tail of the dragon. So and my like, North is Capricorn? The North is Cancer. Uh -huh. So it's like your soul is, is pointing in that direction, basically. That's what it means. Like head of the dragon, North Node. Mm -hmm. Your soul is like, okay, I need to integrate more of this sort of Cancerian energy. But I'm in coming public. from I'm coming from a place from of Capricorn because I mastered that, so I'm mm. moving towards that and energy. 
Like um, feeling my feelings. Yes, yeah. Yes. It's exactly. actually that's literally <laughs> her face. That is her actually, face about feeling feelings. Yeah. Feeling. Okay. Really. Feeling now feelings. I have to fucking feel my feelings. Like, <laughs> there is a yeah, and what's really fun um, and probably maximally uncomfortable <laughs> is, um, which is also like I mean that's what comedy is. Comedy is tension, you know, to- yeah. and you know, and then building the tension and then releasing it, and so um, yeah, a huge. Uh, part of your evolution is getting comfortable feeling your feelings, um, learning how to listen to them as opposed to shutting them down and being like, this is, I am not going to let, uh, let how I'm feeling or how somebody's feeling or someone's need to be nurtured or handheld or mine, whatever affect the bottom line, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like learning, ha- having been for many a lifetime, the drill sergeant CEO, which is like, I don't care how it gets done. You're just going to buckle down. You're going to bootstrap and get it done. Yes. And you being like, no, I already know how to do that. I know how to do that. I have a very, I have many a lifetime where I was that person that was choosing duty and, and, uh, social security, societal significance and importance beyond the the path of honoring the emotional self and that inner security, emotional security, what my parasympathetic nervous system is telling me, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, Ooh, love li- it. Yeah, That's so sexy. Throw that in. Yeah. Listening, listening and observing that there's a cyclic nature to things that life goes in cycles as opposed to forcing of, of a straight line or a straight upward trajectory. You, I've been you're you're about going from earth to water. Yeah. So, like Capricorn is grounded. What's the the, the goat mountain, mountain goat. goat? Yeah. So it's like very stubborn, very like this is how. And then you're moving from that solidness to Cancer, which is like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. The feelings and I. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> I growing up, I did not feel the feelings, mm. and it was it was like, all right what what are they going to get me you know and then i started feeling all of the feelings mm. and then i started feeling everyone else's feelings mm. and my father always calls me a little empath and but he does not say it kindly really <laughs> he says it wow. like it's a almost a terrible thing cuz he thinks that it's something that's like holding me back um where i'm like pardon me if i'm just you know want to be a kind spirit in the world and at the same time yeah i don't need to be like feeling everyone's feelings, mm-hmm. you know? I actually, I like, I don't like large crowds. I feel like I can feel what everyone is like feeling. If someone comes up to me, I might not even know them. I'm like, you're not okay. I don't want all that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. So <laughs> I'm also working on, okay, I got that, but like, you're not gonna emotionally dump on me. I'm not gonna be your emotional spittoon, you know? I can be here for you, but I'm not going to be here for you to the point where now, two days later, I'm crying at my house and I don't understand why, and it's because someone else was sad two days ago, you know? Um, So yeah, I'm working on finding that balance because I'm used to not, like, caring about or not caring about what other people feel because I probably didn't want to take that on knowing that that was what was happening. And then I was like, okay, yeah, people have feelings. And now I'm like, okay, let's find. Yeah. <laughs> it's too many feelings. And let's, it's let's it's really interesting down. because um, Aquarius, Aquarius moons are known for their emotional detachment. Um, they, you know, all air, air moons are essentially 
they are primed to, their natural thing is to intellectualize the emotions instead of feeling them. And so um, having that be like the natural <laughs> something is fine. I mean, it's always fine. But you also have the moon and Mars conjunct each other. So you actually go from like emotion to action or need for action, you know, like let me externalize this impulse to like do something. So I yeah. feel, so I feel like there's, there's probably a long learning curve of like, I don't, I, the, what you guys are describing as feelings, I don't process them like that. Like, you know, you can take this somewhere else. And then like, once you got into the world, especially when you got into the world through creativity, hobbies, um, and, or if you had to like work with children or something like that, then that's when this, that trigger of, oh, I'm feeling, now I get what they're talking about, feeling feelings, maybe not so much in me, but I see it reflecting other people through these creative uh, interactions um, and or like with children, stuff like that. It's, it's a fifth house situation. And now I have to be accountable for the fact that I go from feeling the feelings or having the emotional feeling to immediately needing to address it. Like I got to do something about it immediately or I got to do something about your feelings that I've soaked up from you. Not everyone has that like that connection between the in, inner subjective self, the emotion, feeling the emotion, and going directly into action to get it met, get get that need met. I, I always say action alleviates anxiety. Yes. That is, that could be, I'm going to write that down. I know. I, was I like, mean, I, like, I know that quote, but I was like, oh, that's how I'm going to describe moon conjunct um, Mars as like a general thing. I love having yeah. taglines. For aspects. The first sacred comedy show, I was so nervous because I'm not a stage performer. I'm like a, hey guys, let's, <laughs> like I'm a, I can be entertaining and I can be performative, <laughs> but I'm not an entertainer. I, I don't consider myself a performer. Mm -hmm. And I was super nervous and I just had all this anxiety. And then I was kind of like channeling out a message. I was like, just tell me something to help me. And they're like, the only solution to your anxiety right now is just doing it, mm. just getting on the stage. Yeah. So don't even think about it until you're until the second you have to walk onto that stage because yeah. that time in between is not gonna fucking help you because you're just absolutely i'll yeah. have people like are you practicing your set no i'm not practicing my set i mean it's it's there you know what i mean we've done the things and i'm not gonna yeah. do, 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 do. i'm gonna get on stage and i'm gonna do the things i think that that's what i actually struggle with that's what my ceo struggles with mm. because i know that there are all of these things like you know putting up videos of me on stage and like crowd work, you know, and I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. but coming from the place and space where I had to do these things, where I had to go to college, I had to get a corporate job. And that's why I wasn't feeling anything because who feels anything at a corporate job? Mm. Just a bunch of that phones. job where you were working with children. No, that's where I'm I started. Kidding. Yeah, that's where I actually started feeling. Oh my feelings. gosh, that's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, children because I'm like, oh, corporate. children are, I realized that grownups are just taller children. Yes. Who have learned to minimize their feelings. Mm -hmm. But children feel all the feelings. Yeah. And you have to acknowledge their feelings, you know? Otherwise, they're you're just teaching them to suppress their feelings, and then that's how they end up acting out, Absolutely. you know? And I've tried to operate with them as adults, and that does not work. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So you gotta get like it's gotta, you gotta almost level it out to the feelings, you know? It's like, okay, when you start trying to teach a kid something and you can see that they're anxious, you gotta appease to that anxiety. You gotta, yeah. you gotta nurture that. Like it's gonna be okay, because they're not gonna retain anything if yeah. they're like, 
you know? Yeah. So you got, all right, everything's okay. Make them feel better, and then they're going to learn better. Because she is an Aquarius moon, right? Mm -hmm. How does moving into the Aquarian age affect that? I mean, that I mean, the an age is, you know, almost 2,200 years. So okay. you got a so nice you, long you got some time. time to, um, yeah. But... In, in is some, it like a good helpful in some senses? I think it's I think it's helpful. I think, um, you know, something that you're naturally built to seek and to also give like because the moon is also like how you nurture yourself and others through experiencing the vulnerability of the need of an Aquarius moon. Like the Your mm -hmm. moon sign is your need, you know, your vulnerability. Yeah. I'm using need and vulnerability. It's like from an acting class that I took a long time ago. <laughs> I really liked how this uh, acting teacher was like, you know, when you say vulnerability, people are less like turn on the waterworks. Like that's what we mm. mean. You know, I people like conflate it with uh, emotional availability or just being able to be a sob story. And he's like, I... He's like, the more that I think about it, and he had gone back to school to learn how to produce and like write and stuff like that. He goes, no, uh, your need, your vulner vulnerability is admitting that you have a need and letting it just be there. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was just like, you know, because we don't, we want to look and act invulnerable because mm -hmm. we don't want to admit that we are actually interdependent mm -hmm. on one another as humans. So a vulnerability, true vulnerability is just admitting I'm not complete by myself. You know, like I have this vulnerability, I have this need and I'm, 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 I'm going to allow, I'm going to let it be there instead of do a whole bunch of fuck shit to try to pretend like I don't. Yeah. I don't like Any anything that. that you just said. Exactly. <laughs> but so, but so, I know that that's actually what I need to hear, but, but I don't like that. I know. <laughs> So, so Aquarius, well, you are aware of it. That's vulnerable. We're putting yeah. it in that box. And I know that I don't like what you said. I know. I know. I'm going to acknowledge that I don't like that, and that I also needed to hear that. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. So we See everybody. Like female comedians really are the new priestesses, and are we've already I mean, we've they're been, healing. Like, we've been the priestesses. You're a priestess. Like you're a priestess. Theater, yeah, you're a priestess. Yeah. You're a priestess. George is a priestess. George is a priest. George is definitely a priestess. <laughs> um, this, uh, you know, storytelling and, um, you know, coming together to get, like, to discover. Sitting the, around the fire. Yeah, storytelling. Around, this and, is and what also humans do, did. And doing it with, you know, strong drink or something that took you out of the mundane world, even the mindset. Like, you had a ritual drink or a ritual something that was part of the storytelling process. And this is like as old as time, you know, this like process. It's only in the modern age when we're like, no, we're going to separate these things. We're going to separate it. We're going to business. And that's why it. I laugh. I'm like, there's a reason why your comic, you know, uh, your comedian or your um, actress has to have a secondary job as a bartender because we compartmentalized and separated these two elements, you know, that we used to be. They went hand in hand, you know? This is why I'm great at bars. I mean, I'm a good time. <laughs> I'm going to tell you all the stories. Yes. I'm going to give you all the advice you didn't ask for. Right. I, mean, I read once that, like, Sagittarius are, like, the babbling, traveling fools mm -hmm. that are just like, let me tell you my opinion about yourself. <laughs> itinerant philosopher. Kind of yeah, itinerant philosopher who also may or may not have all, you know, the connections to 
Dionysus, the god of wine, you know? There was mm. a reason. Like, let's get yeah. weird. Let's tell some stories. Let's go on an adventure together. Yeah. Um, we're we're gonna be best friends for the duration of this trip. Okay. Yes. Um, you can come along That's with nice. me, but also you're gonna have to sign this waiver because <laughs> I am able to walk through shit with like yes. bullets flying by me and like still just being like, because I have my eye on the horizon, I don't even know that I have literally dodged like all all the potential like death incident. Yes. It's so crazy. Yeah, we don't I'm need like to know that. About that's exactly that. what I say when people like when I hang, I'm like, you ready to go to an adventure? Which is so funny. So <laughs> I exactly got really what I say. yes. I need to make I you aware of the misnomer though that because you have this Virgo ascendant, people are going to trust you to be the sensible one. And and that's gonna last about twelve seconds into the actual adventure. When yeah. The Sagittarius <laughs> takes over. So <laughs> They're gonna be like, oh, Virgo's got our passports and the and the and the you know like the first aid kit and all that kind of shit. You seem like that, you know. You come off of that. You're like, I'm the best dressed Virgo with everyone's stuff in the bag. But that, like, you handing everyone the passports at the gate is that's a wrap on your responsibility yes. for the trip. That's why you had them sign the waiver. Yes. You're like, if you thought I was the chaperone, such a get real. Yeah. <laughs> you're about to get. You're about. Bring some head, like protective Amazing. headgear. Yeah, one hundred percent. Which is though also funny because I am the like I remember I was in London and I got trashed on the way back from Oxford, <laughs> and someone was on the bus with me. They called my roommate, who's known me for years. I still love her, and she was like, "Shout out to Naren." And she was like, "They were like, I need your help with Dara." She was like, "You absolutely don't, Dara. That's not that's not a thing." <laughs> And she was like, no, 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 no. I really need your help with Dara. And she came and she could not believe it. That's probably the one time that I can think of that the adventure like stopped. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm like, oh, let's keep it going. You know? <laughs> and, and I will rally if something happens. I'll fix the problem and then we'll go back to the adventure. You know what I mean? <laughs> So that's part of the they're in safe hands, but they also got to be on their own P's and Q's. Mm -hmm. But if the P's turn into Q's and the Q's turn into S's, I got you. Yeah. But we then you got to go back, you know, and then I just maybe we don't go on any adventures anymore. Not everyone's going to sign up for like the next trip, you know, like the annual. Like exactly. Yeah. But that's okay. You know, they have an adventure that's going to last with them for a lifetime, for a lifetime. And they only signed up for this adventure. They didn't sign. This isn't like a reoccurring cruise. You know what I mean? You get on, (laughs) let's do the things and then get off. Exactly. That's wild. And in a way they're they're They participate in these things to find out what they are made out of. And an Aquarius moon nurtures other people by like when they interface with them, that person ends up finding out what more about what they're made of because you can't help but be an individual. You only want to be around people that are the most maximal individuals. Yes. People who want to fuck with you or are, are like, oh, you know, like maybe they're attracted to you for like the the Virgo-ness. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, actually she's not here to, you know, notarize my whatever, you know, like that Virgo, like, yeah. a, you know, administrative, whatever, handling the stuff. But what I am getting is how I'm responsible for being that much more myself, like for being actualized in myself. Yes. Yeah. So that's a that's instead of, you know, I'm a cancer moon. I'm a traditional coddler of like the emotional nature. You are not. But you give the same level of emotional reinforcement by helping reinforce the, um, you know, the beauty of the individual unique self. Yes. And how like we need every flavor here 
live and direct, present. Don't try to take from mine, you know? No. Don't try to take from theirs. There's a reason why you came here to do you. Please be you. Please be the most max you. Now. The amount of times I've been at a bar with a pinky to the forehead, like, look, you are amazing, okay? You are, you are incredible, and you need to do the things, okay? And then I'm not mad at them, but I just want them to, I'm coaching them up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm training them up. I'm like, whatever this is that's holding you back, get rid of that shit, you know? Yeah. That's the amount of times. And then I... And then you're gone. 90% of those people I've never talked to. Exactly. They, they, they might have gone to the bathroom and given themselves like that hype talk in the mirror and stuff like that. And then like, oh, I can't wait to tell her like, oh, you know, and you come back, gone. Gone. Bill, bill's paid for, you're just out. Yeah. You know, I know yeah. like, also um, Aquarius has a lot of UFO, like alien like connotations to me. Okay. Cause it's like futuristic, you know? So I'm like, I Am just, I an alien? I just, no, 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 I'm just looking I at just, your no, eyes. So I just like, imagine Ooh. them like going, like being like, in being like, you know, where did I really just have that encounter? Or like, was that person real? Or was that, uh, you know, did I imagine that? And I can like literally see you just like Irish exiting and like getting on your spaceship and flying away. 100%. And a lot of times <laughs> I don't even remember it. And I will have people come up and they'll be like, you changed my life. And I'm like, what did I say? <laughs> and I think You're it's just, right. I'm like channeling. Like, you know, these are the words that you need to hear right now. Yeah. You're going to get it with this Jameson, you know, flavor, but, <laughs> but you're going to get it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it goes down a little easier. Exactly, exactly, flavor, exactly. I think so. Yeah. This individuation that's happening for everybody, it seems like you will have, like you already have like a head start on that. Mm -hmm. And people need that. Like, I think people are still trying to figure out where they're, where they stop and where others begin and we've just been all in this mainstream wave and now everyone's breaking off and like, wait, maybe that didn't feel good. I need to pay attention more. I need to be more aware of myself and my own energy. How do you pierce through that bubble as a performer? Like, how do you, do you notice anything like that when you're performing for people? I feel like people make a good point within COVID. We all had an opportunity to kind of reduced down to the lowest common denominator with being with ourselves, right? So then we all became hyper aware when we go out and then we're around something and it's like, this feels off. And it's like, okay, yeah. this is what feels like love. Like we've been able to kind of identify that a little more, but I think people also got super self-conscious where they care about themselves too much and they care about what their outward appearance is going to be because they've spent so much time with themselves. I feel like people have gotten hyper fixated with how they're coming across. I think that's because of social media. I think that's because people have been by themselves a lot. Everyone always has to present themselves as like their best self, you know, and it's like, ah, you don't, you know? I mean, I do things all the time with with gigs and in and the, and the public and, you know, events and the amount of people who won't just, I, I had, hard time getting people to stand on a square and raise their hands and it's like just because we were in the middle of a mall you know it's like what are we why are you so so self-conscious about raising your own arms in the air that's all I'm asking you to do you know but I think we we've just gotten so recluse into ourselves and we think too much about well what are people going to think about me because of recycled everything. air in the airplane Yes. Like you're you're just like none of this getting out. Also, audiences, they get kind of tight sometimes because they don't know if it's OK. You know, they're like, oh, I hear this. And it's like, is it OK to laugh? Is it OK? We, we kind of have gotten to the point where everyone's like, like just a little bit scared to be themselves because they don't know if it's going to be OK with others. Yeah. And because That's people have spent so much time in their 
bubbles with the people that were Who there. Were telling um, them it's okay. Yeah, or, or their immediate whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when they look at like, oh, what does the rest of the world outside this look like? And now it's like, you know, you look to social media, you look to, you know, your, I don't know, your search history. Now all of that is getting curated beyond a point of helpfulness. And so people have like a, like people are having a hard time interfacing. You're particularly well uh, equipped to get them be like, fuck fuck all that, you know? Yeah, like really quickly. So thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you. Because I get on stage and I'm like, this ship is going one way. (laughs) Okay. It's going to Good Time Island. Okay. Not like in an Epstein kind of way. You know what I mean? But like a safe, consensual, (laughs) we're all going to have a good time. And you're either going to get on it or you're going to get on a lifeboat and, you know, with the the women and children like Titanic because you're going to go sink by yourself. (laughs) We are going to have a great time, you yeah. know? Yeah. And you're either going to, you're either going to get on board or you're not. Yeah. Those are your options. Sit here and have a bad time, but guess who Sign did not pay to do that? Sign me up for that retreat. Or yeah. Because we need it. Yeah. it. Like everything's so heavy. We need it. I we think you're really onto something that people are more self-conscious now to like share who they are and how they really feel, even though they may have actually discovered more of what that actually is without all the external, you know, validation or lack of it or you know all that kind of stuff and then also what you just said which is oh i need to actually communicate and like share more and hear more you know but now i'm more aware of what's enriching to me like what i what you know what's uh, valuable to me and what's just something that i'm being exposed to but then that gets touchy because how do you jump back into you know uh, the outside world. I uh, I am. Can I ask uh, one more question? Oh God! Yeah, I'm so sorry. Of I know that we have to end. No, we and don't I have. don't know if this is applicable, but you mentioned something about my past lives, uh-huh. and I had this guy tell me that I was an Indian princess in one of my last lives, oh. and that I was really mean to my people, and that my job in this life is to make good on that. Is there anything in uh, that chart? That- I really think that that has to do with your um, with the nodal axis of um, of your south node being in Capricorn in the fourth house, regardless of if it's intercepted or what not. What is fourth house? The fourth house is the home and tribe. It's like foundational, oh, wow. like home and tribe. Yeah. Um, and I can definitely see you having been a status something, you know, foundational and status oriented in the home. You know, so I could definitely see that as uh, um, a, a, a princess, you know, you said like a, a native, like a princess. And the other one. But yes. What? what? It could have been. Yeah. Who, which who knows what kind of princess. But yes. Who? I know. What? Like Indian and Indian. not like Native oh, American. It's yeah. really okay. weird seeing yeah. past lives sometimes of other people because you're like, I don't know. I'm going to offend someone. If I, I know. Like, I, see, like, I don't know. I see a brown person <laughs> and their <laughs> eyes look a little. But and then I'm like, Because I, I told the guy up. I saw a temple and he was like, yeah, because you were a princess. Oh, in a past Indian, life. Indian. I see. So anyway, it could. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, I'm definitely like uh, part of the Capricorn, you know, um, South Node could be like, I chose duty over love. I chose making us as a society or um, uh, more powerful, more structured, you know, maybe I implemented a caste system or I stuck to it instead of being more nurturing and forgiving and, and showing people that that was a better way to be, you know, you felt the need to be reliable. Yeah. And to, and to stand up also, also that's another, yeah, I I definitely see like, I am the boss here. Like maybe a, um, a something that would have been 
Um, maybe you a were mean job. because you thought you had to be. Yes, that was like exactly. the only way to do In it. Yeah. Instead of being like, yeah, I have to be stoic instead of um, receptive. Yeah. And and this is and this is why yeah this is do where, I get to keep the charts? Yes, Not that I, I know will, what they're gonna mean when yeah, I look at them later. Can, yeah, you can absolutely keep the charts. Okay. And um, I always think of retrograde. I know that we have to end, no, but I always okay. feel like whenever I hear retrograde, I'm like, mm -hmm. is retrograde? Should I be altering my thought about what retrograde means? Retrograde just means that it's going backwards. It's a review period. Um, the reason I feel like we don't like retrogrades is because we're in a culture that makes you think that time is linear and that success and everything is linear, that not, there's not like that, not everything runs in cycles. And, um, so, you know, you can think of, uh, any retrograde as a review or a reassessment, a reorganization, um, you know, before moving forward, as opposed to this kind of artificial, no, everything is a forward trajectory. You know, our, mm -hmm. um, our, uh, what do you call that? You know, our, you know, when people invest in a company and they're. Oh, the return. Yeah. The return. Yeah. You know, we're going to have a higher something than last year. And then last year that it's always going that way. There's times where it has to go like inward first before moving forward. So that's, that's really what a, a retrograde is. Yeah. It's a time to slow down and, and, and to review what has been done so that you're like, okay, these are already done. I don't need to literally, what's that, you know, insanity is doing something the same way and yeah, expecting yeah. different results. Yeah. Well, the one of the ways that you do that is you have to give yourself a rest and digest, you know, kind of inward, maybe even backward kind of thing. I mean, And don't fucking sign anything. That's well, that's, I'm of, always like, don't yeah. do anything. Mercury's in don't, retrograde. Don't, oh, it's going to all mess sign, up. Don't, don't talk to lawyers. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah, you yeah. know. People get so, yeah, this is, this is what I like to call astro anxiety, which is like people kind of using it to, I, I'm an anxious person. I, I don't need to know all these negative things about mm. it. So that's, I have the same reaction with met, like retrogrades. I'm like, eh. yeah. but I've started to reframe it as well. Like it, this yeah. is, this is going to be an opportunity for me to, Take a breather and then not expect too much. It's like a hall pass for me. I think of it as, as a hall pass for me where I'm just not going to expect so much push from myself during this time. Yeah. I'm just going to like float around in it and see if I can rise above it and look at it from this higher perspective. Um, not higher being better, but <laughs> higher being, no, I'm just kidding. Not. And that's why know, knowing your own chart so that you're not just kind of going off of these crazy gen TikTok. Know, generalities yeah and it's fe fear gets a lot more clicks and views exactly. and followers than not here at the sacred then, comedy podcast yeah i'm a, i'm like a, i'm like building something exactly I, wait hopefully we're dismantling the one size fits that's all that's kind of what we're hoping bullshit so that we can yeah. know that there's like all the infinite time and space for you to just well you. you guys thank you so much for, for thank being you. here yeah oh thank my God, you this is my pleasure thank you. of course thank this you this has you're been welcome. amazing this thank is, you so much I, you're so welcome please tell us well please tell everybody where they can find you um so someone told me to change my handle but <laughs> <laughs> i'm chocolate <laughs> j-e-m on instagram uh, I got it before I did comedy. And then there's so many people who know me as that That's now perfect. that I don't want to change I it. I know. I think it's great. I love it. But now I just think I just need to get merch or something to do it. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we sh you should definitely do the merch either way. Yeah. 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 This is the CEO, like, you need to do these things. 
Um, so yeah, follow me there. And then like a true old person, I'm still on Facebook, so you can follow me there. Um, you can catch some, uh, you can go to my YouTube um, for some sets that I post when I have freedom from anxiety of <laughs> posting on social media. And then there was a really fun project that I did that was in Just for Laughs um, called Where's My White Privilege? And that makes sense to anyone who's watching the video. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> for anyone who's only listening to the audio. <laughs> So yeah, you can check that out. Um, and then uh, can I? I have a podcast, but I don't do it yeah, anymore. Yeah, no, please. All right, but there are forty-four really dope episodes if you want to listen to. It's called Comedians for Hire, and we are thinking about bringing that back. Bring so. it back, bring yeah. it back, back. So uh, go listen to that and let me know what you think. Um, and yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yes. Sweet. And Love you, this. my dear Elise. Um, yes, I am Elise Edwards. You can follow me on. Facebook, if you want to, I'm really bad at checking it now. But um, I, everyone also tells me to change my handle because my handle on Instagram and Twitter is Elise Anamkara, A N M C H A R A, um, and also Anamkara Astrology. Anamkara means soul friend in Gaelic, okay, and it also means something similar in Sanskrit. So um, I get that Elise Edwards might be easier to Google or whatever, <laughs> but there's a lot of Elise Edwards out there. So please just find me on those things. Anamkaraastrology.com is the website where you can book readings and find out more about that kind of stuff. And also, please follow me on YouTube. Uh, it's Elise Edwards at Elise Anamkara. I just started, I think I'm like at episode 10 or something like that of the Elise Edwards experience. Yes, I am biting from Joe Rogan, but that's okay. <laughs> um, it's just because I had too much stuff to talk about and I was like the only like common denominator between all these things is me. So I love it's that. us the Elise Edwards experience. Please follow and subscribe to my YouTube channel so I can reach more people and um, have more ideas uh, between how much of it I want to continue as just comedy and how much of it I want to do as like astrology also. Because right now it's just whatever. I'm just going with whatever I feel like, which is both feels good for me, but um, we're, we're all in this together. So. We are all in this together. <laughs> I love it. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in to The Sacred Comedy Show. You can find us on sacredcomedyshow.com or thesacredcomedy.com. Let me give you a million things to, to remember. But all this stuff is going to be in the show notes. Please follow us, Sacred Comedy, on Twitter. No, I'm not on Twitter. And Twitter doesn't exist anymore. I'm so good at this. Um, please follow us at Sacred Comedy on Instagram, Sacred Comedy on TikTok. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Um, we want to get this to reach a million people. Um, thank you so much for watching. And uh, I just want to keep being like, stop trying to make X a thing. You know, oh. like you know, like from Mean Girls, Fetch. You know, oh yeah, yeah. that's what I feel about X. Why I was not? like, dude, it's Twitter until it's not. Oh.